You know, it is really saddening how history shows an inactive African generation during the historical years of the Industrial Revolution. Oh well, as far as the history of science and technology is concerned, Africans have usually been exposed as mostly users rather than innovators, although I'm sure the present African generation will change that past to a better future for the rest of the world. What's up, beautiful people of the world? Welcome to another thought-provoking episode of HMIH Podcast with your host, Damilari Mapa. Well, this episode should be a quick one because of the little history of today's influential human but extremely influential pioneering invention that still has significant impact in our daily lives up until today. Most people don't know, but you're about to. Nicholas Otto. Full name Nicholas August Otto was born on the 14th of June 1833 in one very hard town to pronounce in Germany. He was the last child of six children and his father died the same year he was born. Such is life. His mother sent him to school in 1838 and after six years he went to high school until 1846 when his schooling was altered as his mother felt it was better for him to become a merchant most probably because of the failed german revolution in 1848 and declining economic conditions even though his mother had previous plans for him to continue his education in a technical school because of his brilliance and interest in science and technology but no man's fate can be changed time is only the determining factor His interest in school was in science and technology, but he ended up becoming a business apprentice in a small merchandise company and graduated after three years. He then traveled to Frankfurt, Germany and became a grocery salesman, traveling throughout Western Germany to sell goods like coffee, tea, rice and sugar. What an hustler. During Otto's travels as a salesman, he learned about the gas-powered engine invented by Etienne Lenon, which was the first workable internal combustion engine at the time. Okay, from here on, I'll try as much as possible to minimize and simplify the really interesting technical information that leads to this influential human's amazing invention. Before Lenoir's invention, the previous known way to produce energy to run an engine was through external combustion, as found in a steam engine, where heated water produced steam to power an engine. But these steam engines were far from efficient. Lenoir's engine was an improvement from the use of steam pressure to power an engine to the use of an ignited mixture of air and gas, but the engine was still in itself inefficient. This was when Nicholas Otto came into the picture. Even though this dude had no technical education, he was able to study Lenoir's engine and create an improved prototype even though it took time. In 1861, Otto and his brother built an internal combustion engine that used liquid fuel and it ran for just a few minutes before breaking down. Otto's brother gave up on the idea, but Otto continued experimenting to improve the engine but was very low on research funds until he met with Eugene Langen in 1864 who invested in his idea, founding the first company in the world focused on the design and production of internal combustion engines, N.A. Otto and Sia, that gave birth to a much more improved engine and won a gold medal in the 1867 Paris World Exhibition. But the engine wasn't still satisfactory enough. 
Otto went further in his research to create a more efficient, less noisy and faster engine using a method called a four-stroke cycle, which includes the intake cycle, compression cycle, combustion or power cycle, and exhaustion or exhaust cycle. His first test failed in 1862, but due to the help of some employees brought in by the technical director of the company at the time, Gottlieb Demler, Otto succeeded in making the four-stroke internal combustion engine, also known as the Otto engine, which is the engine that the majority of cars use to move up until today. Even though there are a number of differences in various car engines based on the number of cylinders in an engine, but just so you understand, each cylinder in an engine goes through the four-stroke cycle method that in turn makes the car move. That's in very simple terms. The engine was an instant huge success and it is said to have been far ahead of its time. The engine sold 8,300 units between 1876 and 1889, which was a really huge number at the time. And because Otto made sure to get a patent in numerous countries, making his company the only liable and legal manufacturer of the Otto engine. Although this became a big issue in future times. Otto died on 26 January 1891, aged 59, after giving birth to seven children. Although Otto wasn't a part and didn't witness the revolution of wheels that originated from his idea of the four-stroke internal combustion engine, but he will forever be remembered as the ingenious innovator who created the Otto engine that the whole world still uses till today without learning anything about it in a school. <laughs> oh, I actually said it was going to be a short episode. I got carried away. But at least now you know something about the origin of the car you drive or enter every single day. And that's a wrap on today's episode of HMIH. But I hope you gained more than just knowledge of car engines, if you know what I mean. Till next two weeks fam, see you in December. Peace.